Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey, Hi everybody. We're the Buds. I am 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about the film You, you Were, Were Never, Never Really, really there. there. Oh. Ho, ho. Uh, <laughs> that was cool. Unplanned. <laughs> yeah. Get up, can you hear me? My name is Joe. It's okay, come here. Close your eyes. You Were Never Really There was directed by Lynn Ramsey. It follows our central character, Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. And he is a ex-military guy, and he is like a thug for hire, like a thug sort for of. hire. Yeah. And it involves him, and he is trying to help out a young woman in this movie. Yeah, she's played by Ekaterina Samsonov, who is like she's a teenager, but she plays a younger girl in it. She's done a few movies already. Uh, mm. She's really great. And I don't want to say too much about the plot because the plot <clears throat> just kind of like slowly reveals itself. Yeah. Which I think is one of the reasons why I love this. I was so shocked that I loved this yeah. so much. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went and I saw it yesterday yeah. at 9.30 at night. Yeah. And I was like, it was after like a softball game that I played and we got crushed yeah and i was just so not looking forward to it and i came out in like the best mood ever even though it's so dark it's Uh, not a happy movie uh, a note to listeners it will not leave you in a good mood no but it did i was happy because i loved it so much right no yeah you were never there it's like it's almost a thriller it's like almost a shoot 'em up Almost like a drama yeah. about PTSD and other very, very heavy issues. Yeah. And it's like almost a buddy comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like, it's not quite any of those yeah. things. It's farthest from that last one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, what did you think? Yeah, it was really fantastic. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. And to be honest, I did not know what it was about going into it. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't know 100%. I knew there was it was a dark brooding movie, and I knew it was Lynn Ramsey, who was a great director. So I didn't know what to expect 100%. Um, I do like Joaquin Phoenix. I have an interesting reaction to Joaquin Phoenix, which is that I think he is a great actor 75% of the time. Oh, really? What are the 25 where you don't? I feel like there's a handful of movies that I watch him in that I'm just, I don't believe him. Like, it seems. Like what? No one's going to like what I'm about to say. Don't say her. No, not her. uh, The Master. I loved The Master. No, The Master is a good movie. And I I almost want to say directly I'm on the wrong side of this argument. But when I'm watching, when I watch him in that, his performance to me seemed really affected. Like, Uh, he has these stances. and. There's been a handful mm. of movies like that, but those are exceptions to a rule, which is generally he's pretty impressive. Yeah. And he's very impressive in this. He's he very like straight up this. like bulked up for it. Yeah. And uh, uh, he is very good. I would say, like both of us, go in not knowing a whole ton. Which is always a fun way to go see a movie, man. I think so, too. Yeah. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. All right. Back to the conversation here. We're on the podcast. We're talking about you were never really there. Yeah. 
And um, I do want to do a word on how much information to see a movie by kind of at the end of this. But uh, we do want to talk about the director, Lynn Ramsey, first. Yeah. She's a Scottish director. And she's made, I believe, like four features. Um, and then she gained a lot of attention with the feature she made right before this one, which was still several years ago, called uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Which I never saw. Which is a great movie with Tilda Swinton uh, about a family whose life's torn apart when the kid, the young, Kevin, yes. the titular Kevin, yes. uh uh, commits essentially a school shooting. Yeah. Um, the great thing about that movie, besides amazing performances by all the actors, but it's told the narr- the um, narration is kind of mixed up. So they go mm-hmm. back and forth in time throughout it. So in one scene, you see the effects years later on this family, and then you go back into a scene where it's like before anything bad has happened, they go back and forth. Yeah, it's it's disconcerting as it should be for that topic, and it's intense. Um, but the performance is amazing. She's a really great director. Um, yeah, uh, I was so I love the direction in this movie. Yeah, and you can see that everything I just said. You can see how she would go on to make this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that it would be so hard to direct this movie because the dialogue in this movie could be written on an index card. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, there there is such. A small amount of dialogue that it allowed the whole movie to reveal itself to kind of like unfold. You're kind of like thinking like, where is this guy? What is he doing? But it doesn't do any kind of like expository like explanation of like, this is what's going on. You kind of like after something happens, you go back and you kind of like piece it together. Yeah. And it also it could be just like brutally dark. Yeah. And. it then has these real moments yeah. of like levity yeah. that I love. These kind of strange little moments. And I assume you're talking mainly about the man who's dying on the floor and they start singing a song together. Yes. <laughs> it's one of the best scenes in the movie. And it is an example of a bunch of different things I like about the movie. Yeah. One, it's just, it's, again, like you're saying, these kind of absurd little strange moments in the movie. Uh, which is a little lighter, but also, and the main thing I like about this movie is that you have a movie. I want to. I mean, uh, this is this is uh, boiling it down a little too much, but essentially about like let's say a hitman or a man for hire. Yeah, that most of the time is dealt with just with brutality and like body count, and yep. you know what? Sometimes that's really enjoyable. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, but this is dealt with where he, this director and this writer actually. Think about the lives that are taken. Yeah. They dwell on the 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 preciousness of life in a movie where you normally that was like a henchman that was just shot and dying on the floor. That would have been the end of it. But you he talks to him, he has sympathy for him, he lays down next to him, and then they sing a song together, strangely. Uh, but which comes about so naturally. I just had the biggest smile on <laughs> yeah, my face the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I and it had there were other scenes that were just I feel like it's so rare for an action movie that is about a hitman. It's about super dark and bleak subjects to just have these like real like quiet moments or really beautiful moments uh, where you just like get a second to breathe. Yeah. And there was never moments where it was just like, we're just going to have gore to have gore. We're just going to like kill somebody just to kill him because it's cool. It was it was all just like really well done and tasteful. and, And I felt like 
uh, around every corner. I never knew what was going to happen, and I was so yeah. surprised at everything. And not only is it a movie about life and death and killing that is thoughtful, which, uh-huh. again, rare, but it's thoughtful, like you said, in a way where they don't say, oh, here's why life and death are important or, or bad or good. Right. They show it instead of say it. Um, they show it through the acting. They show it through the situations. And uh, you get a series of flashbacks that he has, but they're not like narrative flashbacks. They're images that you st- just mm-hmm. start to glean things. And that's another reason I like this movie is it doesn't spoon feed you. Like you said, it doesn't go back and say, yeah, this is what happened. Here's all the exposition. Right. You piece it together through essentially the mood and images. And even in the, the flashbacks aren't like dramatic, like this is what happened to me and this right. is like yeah. how I am. It's just like these are – they're clearly just like things that are in his mind yeah. where it's like this – it's not like all leading back to like this one thing that happened. Right, and right. now like this is how I feel. And even though he's like an empathetic character, it's it's not like – too empathetic you know where it's like kitschy and cute yeah it is like just enough yeah i felt it was so well done well really well done the acting the writing the directions all amazing i was just looking it up before we got on here and uh the screenplay is by lynn ramsey based on a book by jonathan ames Oh, okay. Do you know Jonathan Ames? I know that name. Jonathan Ames wrote Bored to Death, the series. Oh, that's which is so like my, strange. Which is like my favorite yeah. movie, my favorite TV series of all time. <laughs> and he also did, wrote this graphic novel uh, about his life called The Alcoholic that is one of my favorite oh, graphic yeah. novels. And so I was like, it all makes sense, you know? And I was just wondering the other day, I was like, what is Jonathan Ames doing? Yeah. And he wrote this book that then Lynn Ramsey wrote the screenplay by. So it makes sense to me. What a big part yeah. of like why I love it is like it's yeah. got the, it has the, all those sensibilities of Bored to Death where that bit know, of I'm levity. I'm trying to make that connection right? because uh, Bored to Death is a comedy. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And then and this movie is not a comedy. Right. <laughs> So you were never really there. Let's wrap it up here. We should, you should see it. Joaquin Phoenix, I think, is great. Too. Yeah, really impressive film, and I think it's gonna. I mean, Lynn Ramsey's already came into prominence with. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin, but I think this is just solidifying her career. She's mm. doing, she's doing great stuff. And finally, let's do a word on how much information you should see going into a movie. Yeah, that is interesting. Which I so I think like here's the thing with information movie i like this movie i knew nothing yeah i knew absolutely nothing just saw the poster and because i knew nothing i had no expectations which i think is like the more that you know the bigger your expectations get and the more that like that messes with you right but also and here's like the irony of us talking doing a podcast (laughs) about this is that you also like need information to, in order to go see something, yeah, there's and a lot I, of stuff out there. You got to figure out what you need, what you need to see was going to appeal to you. And I also like love hearing everything. Yeah. about I want to hear everybody's opinion about yeah. a movie. I want to hear. I want to hear all the talk. I want to hear what the critics have to say. Right. Sometimes before, sometimes after. But I think going into the movie, you need it in order to get you into the theater. Yeah. You know, I, there's plenty of movies something's where it's going to bring you. Something's going to bring you in, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like. What's this movie about? Like this one could right. be the director or the actor or right. just, like you said, sometimes I see a poster and I'm like, I don't know what that movie's about, but that looks fascinating. But this is a movie where I would see the poster and I'd be like, nah, right, right, this right. ain't yeah. for me. That's not you know? how it's going to work. So uh, I think that I love hearing all the talk about yeah. any single movie ever, but I also, I there is something 
pure, yeah. you know, about going into a movie knowing nothing. Yeah, I rarely get to go into a movie blind because of my job. I have to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I usually hear about this or that, at least a little bit of it. But this was one of those rare instances where I, I heard of the movie and I heard it was coming out and I knew the director. But I didn't, I never really read much about what it was about. Right. But it is fun. And I, I will say that we have a lot of, uh, Milwaukee Film has a lot of members who, when we send out the invitation for our monthly movie, they don't read it. They yeah. just hit RSVP because I I was surprised how many people say they just want to show up and then find out what's happening. That's so interesting. Day. We want to hear your thoughts on that too. We're gonna post this. Chris yeah. Frigo always posted in the Milwaukee Film member yeah. uh, Facebook group. So uh, tell us what you think about knowing. Yeah, going in blind. Going in blind. Cinebugs is produced by Tyrone Miller. We get sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. And we also get support from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.